Welcome to That Fat Author, a podcast journey through the creation of a novel. Each week, we'll check in with author Jessica Jones as she tells us about the trials, tribulations, and successes of writing a new work of fiction. Welcome back to another edition of That Fat Author. I'm your host, Corey Munson, and as always, I'm joined by Jessica Jones. Hi, everybody! So, Jessica, tell us what you've been up to this week. This week has been all about the blog. So, I told you last week that I would talk a little bit about it. I didn't work a whole, whole lot on my book, the time-traveling book. That'll be my goal this week to do a lot of that, but... The blog is up and run in, and it's that fat author at Tumblr. So just look me up. Is that how I that believe goes? the address is thatfatauthor.tumblr.com. Ah, thank you very much. I've had this blog for a couple years, and I was really big into it. And then, you know how it goes. I just kind of fell off the bandwagon. So when I went back to it, because like we talked about last week, one of my Twitter follower friends uh, tagged me in a question and answer where you answer the questions in your blog. So that kind of got me back to my blog. And I just noticed it was kind of out of date. There's a lot about my first book, Becoming Dylan. And I want to make it more friendly for all of my books, more of an author page instead of just a Becoming Dylan page. So this week I had to do a lot of work editing blog posts, taking some down. I wanted to make it look different, not so cluttered. So I really worked on that this week. And then Today, I have been working a lot on that Q&A blog post. So that's that's been my week, is the social media aspect of it. Can you remind me, what exactly is that post? It was 10 questions? Yeah, so what it is, it's just something fun, something to get to know fellow authors or writers. You link to the person who that tagged you. So you link to their blog and you link to their Twitter and then you kind of explain what it is and then you answer the 10 questions that they gave you. Then at the end, what you do is you tag up to 10 Twitter followers and then you ask them 10 questions and it just kind of keeps going from there. And I think it's great because not only do you get to learn more about writers and your fellow writers, but also it kind of gets your blog out there. It kind of gets your Twitter name out there. And that's what we're really doing is just helping each other out. The hardest part for me out of the whole Q&A process was not the questions. The answering the questions was actually really fun. It was picking the eight followers <laughs> to tag and also picking the 10 questions. And so it was just hard because I have so many great followers and friends on Twitter I wanted to tag everybody. <laughs> I wanted to like tag everybody who ever liked any of my stuff. And because I really wanted to give everybody a chance to get their name out there and tag somebody else. So what I kind of ended up doing was picking people that I've become friends with off of Twitter. Also people that, you know, are really good followers, active people who follow the podcast. That was really important. And then I decided to pick one famous author. <laughs> Just to see if they would do it or not. It's just kind of a fun thing. So, Do you want to tell us who that is? Or do they need to go to the blog to find out? Ooh, intrigue. Yes, you have to go to the blog. <laughs> so that just, that took me, gosh, how long would you say? Two hours? 
three hour. I mean, it was, I worked on that. I, I even put little pictures. You got to go check it out. Again, that fat author.tumblr.com. It, it's just fun. And you'll learn more about me, which you all love, I'm sure. Now, in addition to the blog, uh, you mentioned your Twitter account. Mm-hmm. And I know that you've been active on Twitter with that fat author as a handle for about two years now. Yep. What drew you to Twitter and what's been your experience with the site? Well, actually, it was you that drew me to Twitter. <laughs> uh, I I had a different Twitter handle, just a personal one, but I never really utilized it. And then we had had a conversation when I really started thinking about wanting to get Becoming Dylan out there and getting my name out there. And we wanted to get something that was catchy. And so I think I've told this story before. I just imagined having my book out there and people thinking, oh, you know, I can't think of her name, but you know, it's that fad author. I wanted to own it and I wanted to take ownership of it and just kind of make fun of it and not take it seriously. So I picked that name. I have accounts on tons of different social media sites. I just really don't use them because Twitter is so easy and getting to meet people is so easy and using hashtags. And it's just, it seems like a quick medium. You want to get your word out there. Twitter seems to be it. I, I haven't used Facebook a whole lot. I know several authors that do, but there's just not a lot of action on there. And then that's one of the reasons I think I stopped doing the blog is I had this blog. I would put in all this time and energy into writing posts and thinking of great things. And and I could not get followers. There was no interaction. Whereas with Twitter, you know, you write 140 characters and all of a sudden you have 10 people following you. You use one hashtag and all of a sudden it's instant gratification. So I think that's how the blog kind of went to the wayside. <laughs> but... Now, you know, I'm seeing a lot of writers have blogs and more and more utilizing them. And I think it would be nice between the blog and our podcast and Twitter. Those seem to be like my three big ones that I might try to utilize more. And we'll be right back after the break. Just as a reminder, we do accept questions and comments, so feel free to reach out to Jessica Jones via Twitter at ThatFatAuthor or Gmail at ThatFatAuthor at gmail.com. And we'll be back with Jessica Jones in just a minute. Now, one of the things you mentioned earlier was that you have kind of avoided Facebook, Mm -hmm. or not so much avoided, but just haven't found a lot of use for it for promoting your writing. And I know that you adopted that fat author on Twitter and kind of abandoned your personal Mm -hmm. Twitter. Yeah. The one thing that that has led to is just a lot of your family and friends don't see this part of your life. They are not actively involved in... Mm -hmm reading your That Fat Author Twitter because they're not on there and you're not posting on Facebook so they don't know about the podcast. Was that a conscious decision? Uh, Why has that happened? That is. And, you know, there are several reasons for it. When you approached me about talking about this today, I was hesitant, but with this podcast, I want to be as open as possible. And so this is one of those things that is a touchy subject, but I feel like we can talk about. My writing has always been kind of held close to me. Really, the only time I talk about my writing is with my family or my really close friends. It's weird because I kind of want it to be my own. 
I want to succeed on my own without family, without friends, without the help of someone. I don't know why I have this lone wolf mentality, but I want to be able to make it without their help. So I've kept my Twitter, that fat author, to just writer people and a few Ozanin people. But otherwise, I keep it separate. And I and I have banded my personal one just because it's really hard to try and keep up with two accounts. So I've just kind of focused on my fat author one. And for Facebook, again, it's a lot to try and do Twitter and Facebook. And a lot of people do it. But majority of my family, extended family, friends, my in-laws, everybody are on Facebook. And the thing is, is that they would 100% support me. I have no doubt. I have no doubt everyone would be super excited, that they'd want to listen to the podcast, that they'd want to support my writing. But I just have this pride of I want to get listeners that aren't my family and friends. I want to get people participating that don't know me. And I've been like that even way before the podcast. I mean, I would talk a little bit about writing here and there, but not a whole lot. So that's one reason. The other reason is people don't know what I write about. My extended family, some of my friends, my in-laws, they don't know that Becoming Dylan is about escorts and it's filled with sex and really dark stuff. People get raped and are emotionally abused and physically abused. And it's a dark book. You know, my in-laws and my extended family and things like that, they are religious and... I would feel very sensitive to that because I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. But at the same time, it's like this weird thing where if it gets picked up by an agent or gets published, well, then I know it's good enough. I know that I can put it out there for them to see. And it's such a weird thing because I can have a million strangers rip me apart. I can put it out there for everybody. I mean, you've seen my Twitter. It's like I totally am open about becoming Dillian being about fat escorts and sex and you know all that stuff and I don't care but for some reason when it comes to my family and my friends I'm very nervous about it I don't know if it's because those are the people I have to see every day those are the people that are in my life I have to have dinners with (laughs) friends and family and author Jessica is a completely different side of me than people have seen but I am all about pushing the envelope And I don't know if I'm ready to rip that Band-Aid off yet with the people that know me in real life. Because once they read my stuff, it's all bets are off. Like, that is my heart and soul. These are my books. These are my babies that I've written. I just don't want to be judged by my family and friends for that. And I don't want people to think that I'm ashamed of that book. Because I'm not ashamed of my book at all. If I was ashamed of it, why the hell would I be on Twitter like shouting it from the rooftop, constantly talking about diversity in books, how we need more fat protagonists, that fat people can be provocative and sexy. And I just, I'm scared. I'm scared to share it with some of the people that are closest to me. And eventually I will. And eventually I will have to because I feel like Becoming Dylan is meant to be out there in the world. I feel like my books, the time traveling book, my books are meant to be out there. Right now, I just want to keep it close to me a little bit longer, I guess. Well, there's something to be said for having having secrets and having something that's yours. Mm -hmm. Each episode, we like to wrap up by asking you what you got on deck for this week. 
Well, like I said earlier, I am going to focus on time traveling books. So like I talked about last week, we are at the part where they have gone back and they are now back to their senior prom night. So I'm excited to see what happens with all the characters and what they're going to be like now that they're uh, 17, 18 years old and they have the brains of 30 somethings (laughs) and how they use that for good or evil. We will find out. Fantastic. And related to time travel, sometime in the next few weeks, we will be including an interview that I conducted this afternoon with Dr. David Chapman, who is an expert in pop culture references to time travel. So we'll have that to look forward to. As always, thank you so much for joining us. I'm Corey Munson. And I'm Jessica Jones. Have a great week and keep writing. You can connect with Jessica Jones at any time via Twitter at ThatFatAuthor or over email by emailing ThatFatAuthor at gmail.com. We'll be back next week with more from That Fat Author. Thank you for joining us. Bye. Bye.